Welcome to Exist Travels On Location, and this is your host, Vinci Filio. We believe that we are meant to wander from sea to sea, to stretch the limits of what our eyes can see. We are meant to travel to many places, to learn to expand our own spaces. We capture each moment from beginning to end. Every moment is kept and shared with a friend. We travel, we seek, we journey. Our wish is to share this with everybody. Welcome to another episode of Exist Travels on Location. Our special guest today is Jared Herzog. How's it going, Jared? It's going great. Um, just really enjoying my time here. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. So tell everyone where you're at. Well, we are currently in Alaska right now. And um, I, I will say this has just been one of the one of the most special trips for a few reasons, not only for the fact that um, it was kind of a Father's Day gift and I've been able to share it with my father, but also it's just been absolutely one of the most breathtaking and beautiful places that I've ever visited um, for a few reasons, you know, from the landscape to the food to the culture. And I honestly was not expecting um, it to be so culturally different in Alaska compared to the lower 48 states. And uh, it was a very pleasant surprise. So I've, I've very much enjoyed myself. So what have we been doing here in Alaska since we got here? Well, we, uh, we got to Alaska and we, we packed up into an RV and we've been staying in, in the RV and then a few Airbnbs um, every few nights or so. But for the most part, uh, we, we've just kind of been camping it out in an RV and, and traveling up and down uh, you know, central, northern, and southern Alaska to a few different locations, prime locations where we felt we could get the best Alaskan experience in. So uh, it's been it's been gorgeous. A lot of hikes, um, which has been wonderful. And unfortunately, the the halibut fishing got canceled just because of some weather. But uh, that's something I look forward to doing in the future on another one of these trips. So yeah, it's it's been it's been great. That's great. I think you know every time we go somewhere we always plan on doing a lot of things but there's just so many things that are out of our control just like weather you know so we just have to um rearrange reschedule and plan on coming back because obviously we can't do everything in like eight to ten days when you visit alaska it's such a big state and there's just so many things to do so tell me a little bit about who you traveled with who who was in this group with you yeah, so um, my dad obviously traveled along with us, like I mentioned earlier. But we had Lauren Sinclair, Elena, um, Jesse, and uh, Mark, and then Vinci and his his two sons. And so it was it was a good crew of people. It's been um, a charismatic crew, of folks. And uh, but we've we've kept each other laughing and kept each other on edge. But it's it's overall been a really really fun trip. Um, just such a blessing to, to be able to share this experience with my dad. I, I can't tell you the last time that dad and I got to experience anything like this. Uh, nonetheless, just spend this much time together. So it's been, it's been quite wonderful. During this interview, I learned that this trip to Alaska is something significant to Jared and his dad. Dad and I love doing any kind of outdoorsy camping, hiking, kayaking kind of stuff, but we're just 
never given the opportunity to do it. And uh, this was actually a Father's Day present from Vinci to uh, to me and my father that I could bring him with me and uh, and experience it with him. When was the last time you spent that much quality time or quantity time with your dad? Do you remember? I uh, I honestly think the last time that I did anything that that long or really noteworthy with dad. Um, probably would be in uh, elementary school. <clears throat> I uh, I went to a football game with him and my grandfather, but and that was just a, a day kind of thing. But I haven't actually done a um, a trip with my dad since I was probably nine or ten. So yeah, that was the first time in a long time. Wow, that's that's actually you know I think for me to kind of hear that I didn't realize that you know when we kind of plan this whole thing to like surprise him for Father's Day, but I think that makes it extra meaningful and memorable. Yeah, so let's talk about the time spent with your dad during this trip. Tell us how is how was that like? A lot of time with your dad, like a one on one or in a small group, but I would say just more private conversations with your dad about just, you know, where you're at in life. How, how has that been? Yeah, it's, it's been really great. Um, I often forget just how similar my father and I are. Um, you know, we share, we share a lot in common, uh, especially when it comes to our humor and uh, just our outlook on a lot of things in life. And so it's, it was very refreshing these, uh, these past, this past week, these past few days to, uh, to be able to share some one-on-one time with him and, and hike with him and bike with him and kayak and all that great stuff. It's been, it's been refreshing. It's been such a nice getaway to really focus on, on him. And, um, you know, he, he really, he treasures me. I'm his only son. And and I know it was very special for him to be able to share this time with me, uh, you know, just, just the two of us at times, but then with everybody as well, I know he really has enjoyed the group. So it was just, it was a kind of special that I can, can hardly really even explain. So. Yeah. So back to back question, what surprised you the most about your dad during this trip? I honestly was a little bit surprised how well he just adapted with other people. Um, you know, my, my dad is an engineer, so he, he's a very dry sense of humor and it's always kind of gotten him in trouble. Uh, and, and a lot of social settings growing up, my, I know my mom always gets on to him because he just has a dry sense of humor and some things come off as rude, but, uh, everyone in the group really seemed to enjoy him and like him a lot. Um, and, and he just kind of flourished, uh, socially, which I was just a little bit shocked by. That was something I definitely was a little bit worried about, but, um, I mean, he he uh, he talked your ear off during the uh, during the drives, and I mean he talked to Elena and and Lauren so much throughout the entire trip because they would get caught up while walking together at times, and so it was it was nice to see him um, so socially involved with everybody and and truly just looking like he was enjoying himself. It, it just brought a you know smile to my face. But just to add to that, you know I didn't think it was awkward at all. I mean, from the moment we met him, it seemed like, hey, like he's one of us, he's traveling with us. And, you know, we spent a lot of time, you know, him and I, we were, you know, I was driving and he was my co-driver, you know, and 
at first I was like, wow, he's reading every single sign. He's shy. <laughs> <laughs> he's oh, like, yeah. like, we have six hours of this and he would read everything. And at first I was like, wow, this is going to be a long ride. But actually a lot of times I actually liked it because it helped kind of just kind of pass time and to see things I wasn't looking at. And, you know, they're driving the RV was a little intimidating, you know, it's so big and, you know, boy like me, I'm not used to driving a big rig like that. And, you know, he was really good at like reminding me why turn, why turn, why turn. And it would definitely, I mean, you know, we missed a lot of near accidents, but anyway, second question, what surprised you the most about yourself during this trip? Um, I was, I was almost surprised just how much I enjoyed um, disconnecting from the world and, and really focusing on just my time there and focusing on nature. Uh, you know, I've kind of been in this weird place in life and this weird season of life. And, and I've just felt a wave of anxiety and you know frustration come over me over the past two months or so kind of settling into this season. And uh, man, I, I just have not felt so, so free and so much peace since all this has started going down than when I've been here and, and been hiking each day. I mean, just, just hiking alone, not even, you know, the biking and the kayaking where you're really having to focus on what you're doing, but just walking through the woods, walking through nature has just been such a, such a therapeutic thing for me and has really helped get my mind off of things. So I, yeah, I was a little bit, I was a little bit shocked at just how much I, um, I enjoyed just getting away from everything and even losing cell reception while we were in Denali. Um, you know, normally I, I'd probably be a little bit on edge. Like, you know, I'm kind of wanting to hear from my girlfriend or, you know, hear from so-and-so, but I just felt so okay with, with just disconnecting for a few days. And that was, that was a good feeling. During this interview, I asked Jared to give us a quick update regarding his year. Tell us the highs, the lows and everything in between. There haven't been too many highs. Um, you know, I guess the, the the highest thing that I can think of is, you know, just, you know, the grace of God is still there. <laughs> At least Jesus is still there and Jesus still loves me. And, uh, but no, it's, it's been, it's been a hectic year. You know, this has not gone at all. Like I was expecting my 2020 to go. I, you know, went into 2020 actually at, at passion conference, a Christian worship conference. And, uh, we literally worshiped into the new year and, uh, Right after we, we got let out at, you know, 1 a.m. that night on the New Year's Day, I got back to the car and it had a boot on it. So that was uh, that was an early I think I think that set the tone early in my 2020 <laughs> how this was going to look uh, because, yeah, I mean, I, I felt locked down, you know, like uh, I felt like things just aren't haven't haven't gone the way that I was hoping they would. Um, you know, my my senior track season got canceled which was a big bummer. And, uh, you know, I was really, really looking forward to racing some outdoor races. And then, um, you know, on the bright side, you know, it, it did, it did push me to decide, you know, with all COVID going on to go ahead and graduate. But even, even with that, you know, um, my graduation ended up getting canceled and I was supposed to speak at my graduation. So that was kind of a bummer, but, um, cancellations just in general have been a big thing. Uh, that have, I mean, you know, canceled my, my senior track season, canceled all the Exist Travels trips that we were going to go on and uh, uh, postponed my mission trip I was supposed to go on in June. 
and then cancel my graduation. And uh, so it's just been, it just felt like one thing after another was canceled. And uh, so it's, it's been a little, oh, tour with Jameson was canceled. So it, yeah, it's just been kind of uh, all over the place, just really yeah. all over the place. So, um, you know, I, I, I moved to Nashville in the midst of all of, all of this and I was taking summer courses online and decided to move to Nashville and I moved out here and, and it's, it's been great in a sense, but at the same time, I don't feel settled in quite yet because I can't find a job. I can't find shows. I feel no direction right now. You know, like I feel like I'm lacking vision. And uh, so it's really put me in this whirlwind of confusion. So going to Alaska and then getting to disconnect from all that, even if it was just for that nine, 10 day period, you know, like, like it's been so great being here, like just getting, getting out of my, out of my head so much um, because it's just, you know, kind of been a letdown of a year. And I don't want to speak that into life and say that the rest of the year is going to be this way. Cause I, I do hope that the, uh, the tone changes, but yeah, it's, uh, it was, it was reviving being able to come to Alaska and, and, and spend so much time here, you know, out in nature and, you know, meeting some of your friends, Vinci and, uh, getting to just be with good company and have a good conversation. It's just very reviving. Let's kind of talk about that a little bit about the benefits of travel. How, you know, a lot of times when you think about travel, you're excited about, oh, I'm going to go somewhere. And then, of course, you're like posting and sharing. And, you know, you have a sense of pride about being able to go somewhere. But I think there's a deeper positive gain that we get from traveling. And I think that's what really makes me the happiest when I go on any of these trips that we've gone to or the ones I've gone to in the past. What do you think makes you love traveling? Even though there are mishaps, there are constant delays or shifts or changes or unplanned disasters even sometimes it, it gets me out of reality for a little bit you know it uh it, it brings me into just a whole new headspace it just it's just a breath of fresh air to experience new cultures and to experience you know beautiful landscapes and and delicious food it just gets me out of my head and it's it's so freeing it is so freeing uh especially living in the world that we we live in you know, it's, uh, I, I just feel like constant, like almost claustrophobic, you know, looking through my social medias and seeing, you know, this is going on or that's going on, it's just, you know, such a drama filled world. And, uh, just to kind of escape that and, uh, and focus on traveling and focus on taking photos and focus on just enjoying life the way that we were, you know, meant to enjoy it. Not, not through, you know, social media, not through looking at, you know, through a, a lens of someone else's life that they make look seemingly perfect on social media, but getting to experience it myself and getting to experience all the imperfections and traveling too that really, you know, characterizes some of the funny moments of the trip. I mean, you know, like I, half the trip is, is all the mishaps that go on during it. Like, yeah, definitely. you know, walking, walking <laughs> felt like three miles, four miles at one morning to go halibut fishing only to get there, then find out that it got canceled at like five in the morning and then have to walk back. Like, Stuff like that just, you know, it cracks me up, especially in hindsight, you know, at the end of the moment, I was like, oh my goodness. But, you know, hindsight, it's uh, it's one of those things that I, I remember and uh, and that, that makes me chuckle a little bit. It's, you know, it's the, it's experiences like that that you get to uh, to treasure and keep forever. And I think that's that's such a big part of traveling for me. It's just, 
getting to uh, take the smallest little experiences or mishaps and making them to the making them into the greatest memories of the entire trip. So, yeah, I think it's it's funny how you know for me as a someone who plans all these trips, I spend so much time trying to make it perfect to plan yeah. every hour every destination from i would research the weather the timing and everything and all of a sudden you get there it's like nope you're not in control <laughs> you know yeah. and you have to to adjust and i think i've told you in the past for anyone who knows me i'm the guy who usually struggles with things not working out the way i planned it and i think that's one of the things that really helped me helps me a lot when we go on these trips is that to be able to let go, to realize that there is a higher power above me who really is the one in control and it's not me. And I have to be able to humble myself and realize that it's okay. Yeah. People are having fun. And when you, it's funny how you said the mishaps are the ones that you remember the most. And every trip that I think I've gone to, it, it's the same way. The unplanned mishaps you know, yeah. the disasters or the getting lost or doing the wrong thing or walking in the wrong place or something. It's just, th those are the things I remember and laugh about all the time. Where is your favorite destination so far that we visited? Um, oh, that's such a tough one. I think, I think go, I don't know where, I can't remember exactly where it was on the win winter, winter trail, I think. Winter. Yeah. Winter Creek. Yeah. yeah, Winter Creek Trail. Um, going to the to the gorge, I guess, where usually you do the hand, um, the hand cam, but it's close because yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that was just one of the most beautiful places I've ever been in my entire life. It was just surreal. Like the water was just so incredibly blue, and the way that the the rocks had formed over, you know over all these years to form that perfect looking gorge. It's just incredible. And it made for some really, really great shots. That was probably my single, one, one of the, my, my single most beautiful places I've ever seen in my entire life. Uh, you know, and, and all things considered probably the most beautiful thing that I saw while in Alaska, well, you know, whereas all the mountains and everything were just gorgeous and getting to see, you know, Mount McKinley on the clear days um, and Anchorage. Yeah, you're lucky. Not everybody oh, yeah. gets. Yeah, no, like, <laughs> That that in itself was incredible, and and man, like I feel lucky to have seen it. But yeah, that 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 gorge was just so beautiful, um, and the water was just super blue water. Um, but it just seemed unreal how blue it was, and and that's kind of what uh, that's what that gorge looked like, and I just cannot believe it. Um, you know, it didn't take any editing uh, in post production to to get it to look beautiful. It was just beautiful straight out of straight out of camera. So. Yeah. yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite hikes as well. And we did it kind of like close to the end of the trip because of scheduling. But um, I'm glad we did that because it's such uh, a nice trail. And, you know, walking there, just, you know, all the trees and it felt like you were in a rainforest, you know, how. Yeah. And it was so quiet. It was a really nice hike. There's one thing I want to talk about that I kind of want to highlight for me. Yeah. Um, we involves you a little bit so the last yeah. day in alaska the plan is to hike this mountain called flat up which is very popular it's an anchorage weather wise what was what is it what was it like during this hike oh my goodness um flat top i see i i really i i loved flat top i love that hike because it was actually the 
the uh, only mountain that we we fully summited while we were there that we were able to just meet because the weather was you know not really allotting too too much uh, too much summiting while while we were you know while we were in some of the other locations. But when we got to Anchorage, um, you know it was just beautiful. Well, we started hiking this, and you know, based off some of the other hikes we had done earlier on in this trip with, you know, like I, I just kind of suspected a uh, flannel and a vest would, would be uh-huh. perfect. And, uh, oh my goodness, nice. it was cold. Uh, and, it, and so we yeah. started, we started to hike at it. And, uh, you know, at first, you know, the first 75% of it, it's, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty easy as far as like trail wise, you know, like either it's steps or it's just a, a trail and, and, you know, like there were some flat parts and it, it was, it was pretty simple. I should say not, not easy, but simple. Like it definitely gets your heart rate up, but it was that last 25% where you really had to push through, you know, kind of, you, you almost have to trailblaze and, uh, and create your own little, you know, path to get to the top of the mountain with all these rocks and, uh, you know, kind of do your own mountain climbing, to, you know, scheming how to get to the to the top. And when we got up there, oh my goodness, it was so incredibly windy. Uh, I mean, so windy. I almost, I, I was kind of scared to go over by the American flag when we got up there because I thought I was going to be blown off the mountainside. Um, but I went over there and I clung onto the American flag pole and just, you know, just had some kind of comfort in knowing that if this wind is stronger than my left arm, then uh, you know that, that that that's it for me. But but I I you know I felt like I could hang on tight. So yeah, yeah. no, it was it was it was windy. It was yeah. very windy. Yeah. So I guess I'll talk about it from my perspective. So you know, all of us we would start the same, but then we we all kind of go off on different paces, you know, as expected. And and I was with my two boys, and we were hiking. Okay, like halfway through, you know, it got really windy. You know, people were coming down were telling us, wow, it's really windy up there. So we knew, you know, and we felt the change, too, in the weather. And, you know, the difficulty was increasing. You know, my two boys ended up heading back, you know, to the bottom of to the start of the trail. They didn't go all the way up. And I got to the part where I saw your dad. And he's like, oh, I'm just, I'm not going to, I think I reached my limit. That's what he told me. And um, he's like, yeah, I told um, Jared and Jesse that no one's probably, no one else from our group's probably, probably going to go up there. But I was like, no, I'm going to make it up there. <laughs> if, even if it takes me all day, I'm going to go up there. <laughs> so I, I, I looked at the top and I'm like, okay, I saw the flag. I'm like, okay, it looks like I can do this. But I had doubts. I was kind of like, but I had every intention to power through it and do everything I could. So I, I you know, I, di- I didn't know where you guys were at that point when I was starting yeah. my ascent to the top, you know, and I would just go and I, w- I struggled. I, I was like, I wanted to give up, but I'm like, no, I got to keep going because that's kind of something I always tell myself that even if it's hard, I'm not going to quit. I'm just, I'm going to try. Yeah. So I finally somewhere close to the top, all of a sudden, I saw you and Jesse. <laughs> hey, Vinny. I'm like, where have you been? You know, I was like, did you, you know, you guys were headed back. And I'm like, well, I'm going to keep going. You know, I'm going to keep going. And then you guys decided to go up with me a second, you know, to go up again with me. And, you know, I think it helped a lot to see you guys there. And then you went up with me. And I, 
I really appreciated that because it's nice to do something hard, but when you have friends who are cheering you on, yeah, you know, you weren't telling me, "Oh, you're too slow. I want to go. Home. I want to go back. I'm tired. We've done this, been there, done that." But you, 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 you went on the journey with me, and I think for me that was one of my special memories from the trip, just yeah. to go there, you know, to reach the top with people that you like when you kind of think about it in life you know we all have goals we all have different things we want to achieve in life but it's always better when you get to the top with people that you care about yeah in special meaning yeah no i yeah i'm and i'm glad i'm glad we could i'm glad that that made an impact on you you know because it like i mean it wasn't just hard on hard on you going up like that. It wasn't it wasn't an easy summit at that end, and you know we we were we were heading back down. But I felt it was just important, you know. For one, you're a boss at the end of the day, but you know, first and foremost, you're a friend. Uh, you're, you're like you know like a brother to us, and so I, I would not have felt right if I just headed down. So I was I was more than happy to to complete that summit a second time and encourage you on the way up because I knew once we got up there, that was gonna be that was gonna be one of the highlights of the trip. And truly, it, it was one of the highlights of the trip. I know for me, um, that was a pretty special moment and being able to get pictures on top, you know, with the American flag and uh, with you and Jesse, that was that was pretty special after having accomplished that that feat and. Uh, I mean, you know, like not to be too, you know, sappy about, it, but like we, you know, we're just we're just proud of you. Like I, I, I couldn't believe whenever Jesse said your name when we were heading back down that first time that that you were there because, I mean, everybody else had quit. You know, like like my dad said it was too high. Eric said it was too high. Owen, you know, wasn't wasn't wanting to. I think I think he had <laughs> he'd been through the ringer by the time that we got to that uh-huh. hike as far as injuries, but um. Yeah, no. So I, I was just kind of, you know, assuming probably probably you get to where, where dad got and then say, you know, like, this is, you know, this is plenty high enough. So whenever we saw you and then you said you're going all the way up, that was inspiring to me and it was motivating to me. And I wanted to do whatever I could to support you in that. So I'm glad that that was uh, that, that that was impactful on you. Yeah, and it was. And I, I really appreciate that because it it really is one of my, I think, favorite memories from this trip. And I always think about that. When you look back on this trip, on the things we've done, places we've been to, places we've eaten at, or places we've, you know, enjoyed, you know, from from nature to kind of like the, little, the Airbnbs that we've stayed at and people we've met. How do you sum up this trip? Like, what do you think will be the most memorable thing that you always kind of look back when you think about Alaska? The most memorable thing, I mean, would just be the people that we encountered. Um, and not even just the people we encountered, but but being able to encounter all of you guys in a completely new environment and in, in a new way. Like, it's special to me that, you know, like I grew my friendship with Elena and with Lauren so much. It's special to me that I grew such a brotherhood with your sons. Uh, it's special to me that I got to grow my bond with my dad. Uh, you know, and it was, it was special to me to continue the, the wonderful friendship you and I have had and get to, you know, 
challenge each other's in, in, in new ways, you know, like, like on that, that summit. Um, those are the things that I'm going to take away from this trip was just getting to encounter, not necessarily even new people, but, but people that we have been with the entire way, just in a, in a new way. Um, that yeah. was so special to me. And, um, you know, everybody that we met on the trip was, was a joy, you know, people that we, that we ran into even complete strangers, it was a joy. And, uh, Alaskan folks are just so happy go lucky. And it was, it was great. I really, really, truly enjoyed everything so much. But the thing that I, I just took away most from all this was just being able to, to be with you guys. Um, it was, it was special to grow friendships and relationships with, with all of you. And, um, I will forever treasure those friendships. Yeah. I think, you know, everybody could probably say the same thing about, what we've gained from this trip when you sum it up is that definitely you got to know new people, but also the people you've known for a while in a deeper sense. And I think that's one of the things I love and look forward to on this trip is that we learn to grow that bond with each other. Yeah. And, you know, I really enjoy it. I really enjoyed being with my sons and I enjoyed seeing you with your dad. And I think, you know, there were a lot of like moments when I and I would see you guys hiking next to each other. And I, I was from the back, from my perspective, all I could think of was this is some good quality time. You know, it's time well spent. And, you know, to think back about, you know, how I didn't realize that you haven't really been on a trip with your dad for a while. I didn't know that when we kind of planned the surprising. And I think that's, for me, that gives me a lot of joy to know that this is something I love sharing with people, the gift of travel, the ability to be able to see relationships grow and to see people really take advantage and also um, appreciate the joy we get from just exploring new destinations. And to, to end, I just want you to kind of tell us, um, just complete this um, few phrases or sentences, really. Yeah. Okay, easy. So, going to Alaska with my dad has been the biggest blessing of 2020. There you go. See, yeah. 2020 hasn't been that bad. There's there's been some highlights, few and yes. far between, but nonetheless, nonetheless, there's been some really good moments, and and this trip has just been one of the greatest moments of my life so thank you for joining us on this episode and i'm sure we'll be having you again because we have other destinations to talk about about places that we're going to places we've been um things that we're doing and kind of give us an update next time on how things are going with your music but we'll definitely hear from you again and we look forward to that sounds good i look forward to it after I recorded this interview with Jared, I felt that he was missing another voice. That's why I decided to also interview Captain Kirk, or also known as Kirk Herzog. In one minute, describe your Alaskan adventure. So if I was to give a quick description of my Alaskan adventure, um, well, an adventure is a good word. It was a journey. Uh, it started off, uh, unfortunately, with all the COVID things going on. It started off a couple of days before that getting tested. Pretty tired that first day. And, of course, 
the first day we we took the uh, most uh, strenuous of all the hikes while we were there. So um, we started off well. Uh, all in all, though, it was a really great time. I really enjoyed the company, the, the folks sitting around and as we were in the camper talking and later on as we were staying in the, the bed and breakfast and uh, at the, the people's house, uh, it was um, very pleasant. Some of the scenery was uh, just magnificent. And uh, I look forward to sometime being able to get back and maybe see some of those things that uh, weren't able to see on this trip. Tell me about the night that or the day that Jerry told you that you were coming to Alaska with us. It's, it was Father's Day, basically. All the kids had, had uh, uh, you know, pitched in and, and done something or got something for me. And uh, Jared had waited till the end. And although I kind of had a an inkling because a few days before he had he had asked me if I had any um, if I had a choice to go any place in the the country where would I prefer to go and I thought that was kind of an unusual question and I said well I, you know can, you know can you narrow it down and so he said well you know Hawaii or Alaska or and he rattled off some other places that or you know maybe some other places that I'd already been and. And I said, well, you know, probably uh, Alaska would be probably the least likely of the places that I'd be able to travel myself. So I told him Alaska. Um, and then, like I said, a few days later, while, you know, celebrating Father's Day, he made the announcement that he was taking me on this trip to Alaska, father and son thing. How was it like to go on this adventure with Jared? So uh, Jared surprised me with with things like this is, is not totally unusual. Um, and, uh, going on these adventures with them, it's a little, uh, it's, it can be concerning. You don't know quite exactly what you're getting involved in, but it's always great spending time with Jared. It's a good father and son time. Uh, we don't get the opportunity to do it as, uh, these things as much, obviously, since he's, uh, well, graduated high school and now he's graduated college, although it was really good to, to get to spend the time with him. And like I said, it's always an adventure. You don't quite know what um, he's going to do. Uh, I mean, he's trustworthy. It's not going to be something too crazy, but he's going to push it a little bit on me to, uh, to test me out. Uh, most likely, there's going to be some sort of physical challenge involved as well. And he's going to make sure that I live up to that challenge. Why do you want to encourage other dads or you know, other to plan some time to take their kids on adventures you know why do you think that's something that um could make a difference when it comes to relationships and I, and i was talking about earlier the you know the fact that this was a really great time to spend time with jared which is really uh you know was most important about the trip and and i think that especially in today's world uh, maybe even with, especially with today's technologies, we tend to think we're spending time with our kids a lot if we're texting them or maybe even video chatting with them or uh, checking out their Facebook or their Instagram or their Twitter or whatever else is out there that I don't know about yet. Um, but it's there's nothing like actually being in it physically uh, in contact you know, visually seeing each other, uh, laughing at the at the, the here and now that's around you at that time. Um, I mean, that's, you know, all my best memories of my parents are 
when we would go on trips, um, you know, even if they were just local trips, if we went to to hike up at Lake Fort Smith or or ride rapids or go canoeing or uh, you know whatever it was. So uh, you know, I think it's important that uh, as parents that we try to make that time and that we educate the kid our kids because of technology and stuff that really that is the that's the primo time is when you actually get to spend time together it's and, you know it's it's just it's just really important and uh i'm fortunate i think jared understands it at a pretty young age but uh, i don't think a lot of uh young people understand it uh as well and I just hope that they don't regret it when they get uh, older and they realize they've missed out. So it's really important, uh, you know, plan these things. I know I haven't planned enough of them. These are extremely important to my wife as well as going on va family vacations and spending time together, just doing some odd things. And it doesn't always have to be a special, you know, $10,000 trip or something like that. It can be, it can just be, you know, some simple couple of hours going out and, uh, you know, on a, on a, paddleboard or or kayaking uh up a creek you know just spending some time so uh but whenever you get these special ones where you get to go to someplace like alaska those things send, tend to stick in your memory a little bit differently and and you can always talk about uh, remember when it's not about the, the destination it's just about the quality of time that you spend together that's that's really what matters the most Yes, I, I agree. I mean, the destination helps pull things together, um, but it's like you say, it's not really just the destination. The, the nice thing about the destination is that it gives you uh, like a like good bookmarks in your in your memory, so that you can you know you can relate back quickly uh, to a group of memories, and so that that's really what the, a destination a specific destination brings. But all the other uh, all the actual things that you enjoy or um, don't have to be specific to a, a destination. They're just spending time together. That's right. So <clears throat> during the trip, you traveled with a couple of people that you know or you've known for a while, and then most of the people were people who were strangers to you. So I'm going to test your memory once again. I'm going to mention a name, and I want you to think of the most memorable moment that you can think of when I mentioned their name. I'll give you a second to kind of think about it, but it will just be something short or something that's just, that sticks to your mind when I mention their names. Okay? Okay. Jesse. <laughs> Jesse is not fair to start with because I've known Jesse. Um, the Jesse is, is uh, you know, as we say, he's just Jesse. It was kind of interesting watching him when he when he got serious about doing some of the photography things. He'd kind of change his uh, his his uh, the way he was thinking or processing, and especially when he got out the uh, the drone and took some some fantastic pictures. Um, I, I guess that would be the thing that I remembered about the trip mostly when with, with Jesse was was when he was taking pictures. Owen. Oh, uh, Owen is big and strong. That's what I remember. Um, but he's not real big on hiking. Um, so <laughs> Eric, the thing that, that I remember about Eric, uh, and this is probably not flattering for Eric, but was the fact that he always wore 
blue jeans that were like three sizes too small and he could hardly walk in them. Next person, Lauren. So Lauren was a lot of fun, actually. Uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed Lauren. Um, I, I guess the thing that I remember most is when we were hiking up the hill and uh, and she said as we were going up the hill, she got part way up the hill and it was a tough hill to climb. And she said, that's a no for me, dog, and turned around and went back down. Uh, that was probably her her uh, signature moment. Uh, not that she can't climb and she can't hike with the best of them. Uh, and I, if I had not been, you know, Captain Kirk, I probably would have turned around and, and gone down myself. But because uh, it was a tough, uh, a tough hike at that point. But uh, yeah, that was that would be it when she said uh, that's a no for me, dog. Next one. Elena. Uh, Elena. <laughs> Elena, you know, she was kind of. Interestingly enough, she she was probably one of the more normal people in the group. She was almost always in the lead. You could hardly catch up with her. So I guess the thing was is she was always uh, she just kept walking and walking, kind of like the Energizer Bunny. Uh, she just kept going and she kept going, and she was the fastest of everybody. Uh, if you if you weren't careful, she would just put a lead on you, and then you'd spend the rest of the time trying to catch up with her. So yeah, she was her big thing was she could she could walk like she could walk fast and she was the shortest person there. I don't, I don't know how she did that, but uh, uh, she had the longest strides for a short person that uh, I, I think I've ever seen. Next person, Mark. He was serious about his, his hiking here and there. And, and, uh, and he was uh, interesting to talk to. He had a lot of stories. Okay. Last one. What about most memorable, memorable moment with this weird guy? His name is Vinci. So Vinci was one of the more unusual people on the trip. Uh, he 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 was the uh, the captain of the trip. He he drove the whole time, and uh, the most memorable moment I, I guess was when he hit the rock while pulling out of the driveway, and I didn't even know there was a rock there. And uh, I mean, just hours before we were getting ready to turn the the. Uh, uh, the camper in and the fact that he didn't get more upset than he than he did was a testament i, I think to the kind of person he is um it happened and wasn't wasn't anything we can do about it and so we pressed on so uh that would that would be one of the memorable moments if you could take someone else on any trip anywhere in the world where would you go who would you take and why? Who would I take? That would be my wife. Where? I think we would probably go someplace in the Caribbean just because I like the warm weather. Why? To be to spend time with uh, with her, you know, at some cool place like uh, on a beach or or maybe a cool neat uh, bar that's overlooking the, you know some beautiful scenery. Uh, there on a the beach, maybe looking at the sunset. During this trip, you got to spend a lot of time with Jared. And when I interviewed Jared, he said that's probably the longest time he spent with you for a while. And he really thought it was very special, very, very memorable. And for him, it really was something that he felt like he needed. And during this year, he's had a few kind of like great things happening, but then things kind of started to unravel due to different things. And he's kind of had some 
anxiety and feeling of uneasiness and almost feeling lost. But he said that spending that time with you really helped him to find his bearing, his purpose. What do you want to say to your son when he listens to this? And what's so important about the time that you spent with him during this trip? I am I'm glad to hear that. Uh, what you said, what uh, what Jared said, um, I too enjoyed it, our time together, and we haven't had that kind of time in a while because he's been off at college. And I do know that he's had some uh, good and bad and good things take place. So Jared, about the time we spent in Alaska, I of course will always remember it. I hope you will too. I loved it. I loved spending time with you. I love you. And I uh, hope that that's not the last time we get to go do something special like that. Um, I know at some point in time, you'll have a family and it'll be a little bit more difficult, but we need to make sure that we find time in the future, maybe not a whole week, uh, but time in the future that we can just go hang out um, so that we can, just like when you called me on your 21st birthday and we sat there and had a a video beer together um, so that uh, your your first legal beer those are special times and i i love you for sharing them with me thank you so much for sharing your time i appreciate it dr seuss wrote sometimes you will never know the value of a moment until it becomes a memory as we grow older and as we live our lives separate from our parents or family members. We tend to forget how important it is to continue to have moments that help us reconnect and to build new memories. Because the time that we have with one another is limited. And just like what Kirk Herzog said, it doesn't have to be a grand vacation. It can just be moments. It can just be quality time spent together. When I was a kid, my father was a really good provider, but he was always busy working. And we didn't have a lot of time to spend with him. But I remember the handful of moments that I spent with him. I remember the movies I watched with him. But it was memorable because it was something that was rare and I valued it. I know that we don't always have a lot of time to do the things that we want to do with our family and our friends. But what's important is to have the time to just be present and be together and be there for one another. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I'm your host, Vinci Filio, and you have been listening to Exist Travels on Location, a travel podcast. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. If you haven't yet, subscribe to this podcast, and if you want to be featured, send us a message or email us at podcast at existtravels.com. Join us next week on another episode of Exist Travels on Location. Thank you for listening and remember, we travel not for glory, 
but we travel to tell a story.